Blog Talk Radio. Turn the red light down. My name is Zoe. I'm a musical prostitute. I held my mind and fell asleep long ago when the world was flat. And through a stained glass dream, I saw him. He said, My name is Beauty. I am going to actually learn how to fade that stuff when we get into 2020, I promise. But I had to start with a good song. I am just now taking my first sip of a glass of champagne to toast in our roaring 20s with you guys. I can't believe it. (laughs) Who'd have thought we'd be here for this, right? So, guys, this is Zoe Moon, as you probably know if you're listening, and this is um, the week of December 27th through January 3rd, and what I am going to attempt to do is cover all of the amazing, powerful points for the year 2020 for everybody. Now, the way I decided to tackle this was to really focus on the areas of life and when those are going to be highlighted with the biggest stuff going on for all of us. Uh, So I think I can keep it organized in that way. For me to possibly get through this entire thing, For the sign of Aries, this general overview that I'm giving for everybody also is for the sign of Aries because you guys are the first sign and so everything that I'm speaking about for the general overview also is about what's going on for you guys directly and then I will be jumping into signs and starting with Taurus, okay? All right, so for general and for Aries... We are looking at a year with some of the most powerful, intense, profound changes and major push forward that we have ever experienced in the territory of Capricorn. We are now officially in it for you guys listening live because we have that new moon solar eclipse that began on December 26th and is very powerfully active for two solid weeks. It will be in play for six months, okay? So for the first half of 2020, we have this huge push forward that is really being initiated now in these first two weeks. And so when we're talking about Capricorn, we're talking about our life goals. We're talking about the structures that support us. We are talking about our career, our status, our reputation, our fame, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we all have a little bit of that, right? And whatever is going on with those higher-up authority figures in our world, these can be our parents, our bosses, the directors, the teachers, the judges. The It can be the world leaders, right? Um, it can be our own companies and businesses or corporations in general, you know? So we're seeing tremendous evolution in this territory in the year 2020. Why? Because we start the year with a new moon solar eclipse which is powerful 
actually pushing us forward and helping us eclipse out anything that may be over or that may be blocking this forward momentum. As we move into January, between January 6th and 11th, Jupiter, which is now in Capricorn, for the first time in 12 years, is going to be going across the karmic south node. We will be releasing things. We will see things exiting our life. Or we will be rebalancing karma or reconnecting with past life souls who are finally ready to link back up with us all focused on these personal goals or status or career interests or these authority figures. Between uh, January 6th and 14th, overlapping that, Saturn is going to get on the same degree with Pluto in Capricorn. It will be perfected on the 12th, but on the degree between the 6th and the 14th. Okay, that's incredibly intense. These two have not come together in Capricorn in over 500 years. So Saturn representing those structures, the form of the situation, and Pluto being a deconstruction and a rebirthing of the power base there. And so we are ready, right, to launch into something major to kick off whatever's happening. I'm sure everybody is feeling this. I mean, it's just like the jitters, you know, like you can feel something really intense is about to happen, right? So these guys, that's exactly the same week, that second week of January that Jupiter's going over the south node, Saturn and Pluto are getting together there. Now, we are also going to have Jupiter come and sit with Pluto throughout 2020, which will happen on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. So there are three chapters to the story between Jupiter and Pluto in Capricorn. So again, Pluto being the power, the control, the, the, the big, um, you know, evolving, deconstructing and rebirthing side of what's happening in Capricorn. Jupiter being the thing that takes it very big. It's going to go over the top. It's going to be, uh, you know, about what, what needs to go away and be reborn for our happiness or our prosperity here. And it is going to bring together Jupiter and Pluto themes, you know, in these goals or career moves or these authority figures. So we could see travel, legal, educational, media, ceremonial, religious, political themes because of Jupiter. We could see financial, sexual, death, birth, divorce, or third-party scenarios and power struggles because of Pluto. So really intense, those three chapters. Again, with these conjunctions, all of these are conjunctions, meaning they're coming to sit together on the same degrees. It means there's a lot of really big, important new beginnings kicking off. And the one with Jupiter-Pluto is taking three, you know, three crosses together as it goes forward, then backs up and goes forward again. So three parts of the story to really get it set in motion throughout 2020. Um, we are also then going to have a full moon lunar eclipse in Capricorn on July 5th. So, you know, as we enter the year on the new moon solar eclipse here, we're launching into the new or the next level. By the time we get to July 5th, we are at the epic, uh, you know, peak of the story and something is ending or something is resolved or finalized or we're celebrating or we're achieving our goals or we're wrapping up projects. So it's a big epic peak with those Capricorn themes. 
Okay, so that's that's you know where Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, and a lot of personal planets are going to be gathering throughout the year in these Capricorn territories. That's number one. Okay, number two, which is in general for everybody, and then very specific for Aries. We are going to have action happening in the cancer part of the the chart, you know, which is opposite all this Capricorn stuff. So it's really kind of the axis. If you think about a seesaw, a teeter-totter, you know, and the balance going on. So when one side's activated, the other side's feeling it. So you may be feeling the cancer themes of what's happening with your home, your sense of security in the in the world, your foundations, your family, uh, who you're living with, your roommate situation, or if you need to move or renovate or, or focus on real estate deals. So we're having a lot happening in this cancer territory. So first of all, we are having a full moon lunar eclipse in cancer on January 10th. So this means, you know, in the midst of all this crazy Capricorn stuff going on between December 26th of 2019 and January 14th of 2020 with Capricorn, we're going to have a lunar eclipse on January 10th in Cancer. So something very big culminating at home with family, parents, moves, roommates, renovations, real estate deals, your security, your history, your ancestry, your roots. So big endings, big celebrations, big achievements, breakthroughs, finalizations, you know, something is coming to a peak. Now, there is going to be, by June 21st, a new moon solar eclipse in this territory. So that means for everybody and for Aries specifically, we have some kind of new launch at that point, some kind of big, powerful push from the cosmos helping us start something brand new in those areas or take whatever we're doing there to the next level. So we might be moving or renovating or, or get taking in a new roommate or starting some new family project, et cetera, around June 21st. That's in effect for two weeks, but we'll have impact for six months, just like all the eclipses, right? Okay, and then we are also going to have between June 17th and July 12th, so that's going to overlap that new moon solar eclipse. We're going to have Mercury retrograding in Cancer. So that means we got, we're backtracking, okay? So that's really interesting. Maybe this new move or this new beginning with the family or the renovation or whatever is taking us back to the past somehow. Maybe we're going to move back to the old neighborhood or the old house or we're going to, you know, be letting go of something when it comes to, you know, we can see things exiting. Maybe a roommate's leaving or maybe, uh, and that gives us that fresh, you know, new moon solar eclipse boost. Uh, maybe the parent is moving out, you know, into a, an assisted living thing or, um, you know, whatever. There, there's something about either going back to the past and reviewing it there or some kind of exit or or somebody from the past returning to you. <laughs> so maybe it's an old roommate you're going to run into or something, you know, with the parent or, or the real estate deal is going to come back around, something you looked at before. Now all of a sudden it's available get again, and then you're going to have that new moon uh, solar eclipse boost helping you go get it, right? So you want to kind of slow down and retrace your steps between June 17th and July 12th when it comes to those cancer topics. Now, the only other thing that's really going on is we've been hosting the North Node of Destiny in cancer. This is something that only happens every 18 years, and that will end on May 5th of 2020. 
so that means that you know you really want to be aware of is destiny calling you forward to do something new or next level you know does something faded await you when it comes to your home a move a real estate deal a renovation the family the parents the roommates or whatever you're involved with with history or ancestry or your roots in some way okay this is a very special uh, focus here and it can be very positive it can kind of bring things into your world you know just by the fates you know so really you've got until May 5th so those first few months of 2020 can be very important for that so that's number two the cancer territory now, the third area that I'm going to focus on has to do with Gemini <laughs> for everybody, right? So this is in general for everybody and for Aries specifically, we're going to have some action happening in the sign of Gemini. So, you know, first of all, this means that starting on May 5th, as the North Node of Destiny exits Cancer, it's going to move into Gemini, first time in 18 years, and it's going to be there through the end of the year and some into 2021. But as for us, for looking at this year, May 5th through the end of the year, this means that destiny, fate, is calling you forward through Gemini themes, through short trips. You might get really involved in a lot of local nearby places or what you're doing in your community or with your neighborhood or with your neighbors. There can be something faded with a sibling, there can be something with your ideas, your writing, your interviews, your talks and meetings and offers and proposals, your sales. You know, if you're involved in sales, very destined period here where it can help you move this forward in some way. Um, there could be something, what, with vehicles, with electronics. Um, I think that's most of it. <laughs> Uh, everything Gemini flirtations you know uh, it's communications it's um, commerce and it's those local and nearby places so from May 5th onward destiny is taking us by the hand there now we are going to have Venus retrograde in the year 2020 and she is going to do so in this same territory now isn't this interesting she's going to start her retrograde just a week after the north node of destiny moves here so starting on may 13th through june 25th venus is going to retrograde in gemini so we're going to slow down when it comes to the things venus rules which are what's going on with our love life or lover what's going on with our income situations and what's going to be going on with anything we're focused on with beauty and we're going to be backtracking so again you know as destiny kind of moves in here there could be something from the some person or situation from the past coming back around there could be somebody exiting or there could be a do-over where you're really you know kind of honing in on something there and really taking the time to get it right while you've got venus retrograding there and the north node of destiny moving you forward really interesting how tight that is right and then by november 30th we are going to have a full moon lunar eclipse 
in Gemini. <laughs> so, you know, these eclipses are the power points of the year. A full moon lunar eclipse, again, a big culmination, some kind of excitement and, and achievement and celebration, or you're wrapping things up or ending something. And again, talking about involving a talk, a meeting, an interview, your writing, your sales, your siblings, your neighbors, your short trips, your local activities, your vehicles, your electronics, um, your offers or decisions. Okay, so that's number three. That's our Gemini focus in general for everyone and specifically for Aries. Okay, next area, guys, is Sagittarius and what's happening for everybody there and Aries specifically. We are going to have from May 5th through December 31st, we are going to have the karmic south node move into Sagittarius, which means this will be the territory for the first time in 18 years where we're going to be either letting go of something or losing something, or we'll be rebalancing karma, the give and take between us and someone else in a situation, or we'll be having past life players come back through our world this lifetime around regarding the topics of Sagittarius, which means all of this will play out over travel or situations at a distance, uh, educational pursuits, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting interests, legal needs, uh, weddings or other ceremonies, or religious or political themes. So starting May 5th and the rest of the year, that starts to move in. We have, right after that begins, on June 5th, the full moon lunar eclipse in that area, which definitely is about culminating something in a very big way and bringing it to a close or celebrating what you've achieved there. And then by December 14th, we have the new moon solar eclipse in that territory. So that's when we get the brand new fresh start, the new things coming in, or the next level potential We'll have two good solid weeks of momentum, but it'll be in play for six months. So a lot of stuff happening there. Okay, so that was number four area of focus in 2020. The next area is in Taurus, and that's that we have Uranus there throughout the year. And so really uh, all you have to know about that is when it comes to our income, the things we're building, our, our own possessions or valuables, our purchases, um, you know, how we're valued or anything in that monetary, um, you know, product kind of scenario. Um, we have Uranus here. So it is an awakening energy. It is innovation. It is asking us to come up with original ideas and inventions here. It is asking us to kind of download from that highest uh, mental stream. It is asking us to do some things out of the ordinary, right? And it's also really asking us to involve our soul group or our friends or associates or, or just group affiliations or what we're doing online or connected to astrology or charities or parties or events or gatherings, anything in that social realm. So we really want to look for originality and our social stream here when it comes to these themes. And as far as like, you know, it's retrograde up until January 10th, so just in the first 10 days of the year. Then we're really in direct motion, time to get in there and really start with that new or next level stuff, and it stays direct all the way until August 15th, and then we'll start to slow down and end the year you know, from August 15th onward in retrograde. So the new stuff comes in during the direct period. We're kind of honing in and reworking things during the retrograde period. So that's number, I don't even know, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> 
All right, so number six um, is what we're, what's happening in Pisces for everybody and for Aries specifically. Okay, so in this particular year, Jupiter is actually working with Neptune in Pisces. This is a really wonderful thing because Jupiter is trying to grow our goals or our career or our status or fame or what's happening with those higher-up people. So when it's working with these Neptune-Piscean themes, it means that this can involve art, film, painting, music, poetry, dance, sculpture, or it can be the personal goals we have about our romantic life or karmic, you know, scenarios playing out. It can be what's going on with institutions that we're dealing with, with our spiritual beliefs and practices, anything magical or psychic, um, anything that is kind of going on in secret or behind or privately behind the scenes, um, anything with investigations or research. Um, what else? That's that's. Mo- I mean, if you're trying to tackle an addiction, you might be able to set a goal or a bad habit, you know, and work with that as well. So this is a good alignment and really peaking on February 20th and again on October 12th. So in play pretty much throughout the year, but at its, at its big moments right during those two times. So you really want to kind of aim at what you would like to do between those. Also, we are going to have Mercury retrograding in Pisces between February 16th and March 14th. So at that point, you know, you're going to be hearing from people from the past or going back and reconnecting yourself over those topics. Or you might have somebody exit or a situation run out or end. Or, you know, uh, you're just kind of doing a do-over and you're really honing in. Maybe you landed that film project. Now you're learning your lines, you know. I mean, the retrograde is the time when you really get in and get the specifics tackled. And then we also have Neptune, the ruler of Pisces, retrograding between June 23rd and November 28th. So literally you have direct motion to really look for those new opportunities and next level achievements from January 1st of 2020 up through June 23rd. And then again, after November 28th to the end of the year, the big retrograde period in the middle of the summer into fall, will be when you're again you're honing in on stuff and figuring it out so that's the end of that stuff all right now we have stuff going on in the sign aries for everybody in general and for aries specifically in the year 2020 (laughs) i told you guys this is a lot to cover but i think it's understandable i hope it is for you guys okay so um, Chiron is going to be going from one degree through nine degrees of Aries throughout the year 2020, meaning everybody who is born in the first 10 days of Aries will be experiencing this the strongest, and especially the cardinal signs, which would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn. Now, this means that For everybody in general and Aries specifically, we are meant to be looking at our own personal vulnerabilities and wounds when it comes to our body, our image, our brand, our name, our title, uh, how we feel about ourselves, how we show up in the world, you know, (laughs) and really kind of doing some healing work on that. It's an important time, right? And so we are going to have that retrograde between July 12th and December 16th. So you really want to look at 
you know, the first half of 2020 while it's direct, where you're really kind of moving forward. You might experience some new situations that allow you to really face this and deal with it. And then from July 12th onward, you really kind of get a little bit of a reprieve and you get to kind of go back and, you know, figure out whatever came up and, and hash it out if there is something, right? And the other thing going on for Aries in this year for everybody is that Mars is going to retrograde in Aries. This is going to happen between September 9th and November 13th. So, you know, we may not have quite as much physical vitality during that time. We might be needing to slow down for some reason. Perhaps we've really just been, you know, hitting it hard through the summer. <laughs> By the time we get to September 9th, we're just like, oh, my gosh. Um, but Mars is really saying, okay, slow down and kind of really do some inner work at this point. Get passionate about what you need for yourself. Um if you need to let go of something or purge something, you can. If there's something you're angry about, you're going to work on it through this time. And I would just definitely say that if you're planning doing any major projects that involve your physicality, definitely get them in there before you get to the fall of 2020. Um, or you may be finding yourself called back to get yourself reinvolved in something you did before. Maybe there was something, maybe you used to hike mountains, you know, in your youth, and all of a sudden one of your hiking buddies calls you up and says, come on, let's go. <laughs> maybe there was a house you were building back then, and now you're getting asked to come back and get involved again. So it could be something like that where you're just going back and reactivating on something physical between September 9th and November 13th. All right, now the next area, very kind of briefly, we're going to have a little bit of focus in Libra, which will happen in 2020 between um, October 27th and November 13th when Mercury will retrograde there. And so at that point, we are going to have our do-over with relationships. So this can mean that we are uh, refocusing on romantic or business partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, opponents, advocates, or something that we are looking for balance, equality, justice in. So at that point, you know, you may have to maybe one of the one of these people are sick and you don't see them as much, or they're traveling and you don't see them as much, or they're just ending the relationship with you and and exiting, or maybe somebody from the past that you haven't contacted or been in touch with in a very long time is coming back into your life, whether that's partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, competitor, whoever, and you'll get a do-over during that. Or maybe you and this key individual are just going to really kind of focus on each other during this retrograde and rework something. So that's when you can expect that to be happening in general for everybody and for Aries specifically. All right. And when it comes to the Scorpio field in the year of 2020, we are going to have Mercury retrograding there from October 13th through the 27th. So for about two weeks, the last half of October, more or less. <laughs> and so, you know, this will be kind of the do-over when it comes to our financial scenarios, not income, but everything else, the loan, the debt, the inheritance, the taxes, the uh, insurance, the alimony, anything like that. Or it can be focused on our sex life, reproductive life, a birth or a death, a divorce, or any triangles that are playing out in your life. So the same kind of thing. I mean, there can be some exiting. There can be some things from the past returning. Or there can be a do-over during those two weeks. And finally, <laughs> the last big area of focus in 2020 will be in Aquarius. 
And so what we have going on there, first of all, we are going to have about, what, five, six days of Mercury retrograde there between March 4th and March 9th. So during that point, we can have some situations or people exiting temporarily or for good. We can have people from the past or situations from the past coming back, or we can have a do-over where we're reworking something. And Aquarius rules our friends, our associates, the groups we're involved in, what we do online with astrology, charities, parties, events, and gatherings, or what happens with our original projects and inventions, our personal aspirations or freedom. So again, kind of a do-over or a slowdown, exit or return between March 4th and March 9th. Then very close to that on March 21st, Saturn is going to enter Aquarius for the first time in 29 years. That's a very big deal, right? So it's not going to be in there for good. It's going to come in for a little bit, back, back out into Capricorn, and then return by the end of the year for good. So you get your preview from March 21st to July 1st. And Saturn here, you know, this is a sign it co-rules. It likes it in Aquarius. <laughs> but it is going to get you very serious. It's time, you know, to get ambitious, to tackle responsibilities, to structure things, to set limits or end things, make long-term commitments, um, deal with higher-up types or career or ambitions or personal life goals when it comes to, you know, what you're doing online or with friends or associates or groups or gatherings or astrology or charities or those original projects or, or um, you know, your aspirations. So it backs out, like I said, on July 1st, and then by December 11th, Saturn comes back into Aquarius and is going to stay for the next couple years. So, you know, pay attention to the preview and the things that are, you know, getting real and serious for you and what you feel like it's time to, you know, put in the time and effort with because you're really going to be in there full tilt by December 11th. And we're going to have, December is going to be, you know, one, two, three, whammy, whammy, whammy when it comes to Aquarius because first Saturn enters on December 11th. Then on December 19th, Jupiter enters. So Jupiter starts a year through Aquarius where we are going to be looking at growth potential. We are going to be looking at prosperity and happiness. We're going to be looking at, you know, ways we can open up these social streams or uh, aspirations through travel or legal or educational or media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, political, philosophical uh, interests, right? So it's big, it's optimistic. And by December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter come together and they are kicking off a new 20-year cycle together. This is always considered a big new chapter. So we're starting this on December 21st of 2020, where we're going to really get serious and expansive. A lot of people are saying it is the actual final little nail in the whatever. <laughs> marking the beginning of the true uh, Aquarian age where we're really going to want to be for the people with the society, with the group and the individual together in some way and looking for all of this new innovative stuff that is going to be coming in. So it's a very exciting combination and we're going to be hoping that we get through all this crazy intense Capricorn stuff and it leads us to this beautiful uh, brand new beginning by um, 
December 21st. So that is the overview for everybody and the specific breakdown for Aries. So now I'm going to go through the rest of the signs, you guys. So for Taurus, when we're talking about all this Capricorn energy, for you in 2020, it means major new launches forward starting with this new moon solar eclipse on December 26th and into the first two weeks of uh, the new year. And in having an impact with fresh new beginnings or next level scenarios in the first half of 2020, when it comes to travel or situations at a distance or relocation at a distance or foreign interests or import-export, when it comes to uh, anything legal you need to tackle or deal with, when it comes to anything in media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, or publicity, when it comes to higher education, whether you're learning or teaching, when it comes to weddings or other ceremonies or your beliefs through religion, politics, or philosophy. So you want to look at major goals or career standing or dealing with higher-ups here throughout the year 2020. In January, between January 6th and 11th, there is a chance for something to go really big, but also some kind of karmic thing here happening where you're having a loss or letting go of something or you are rebalancing karma or there's some past life person entering the scene to figure something out here. Between the 6th and the 14th of January, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction comes together powerful deep uh, deconstruction and rebirthing of something here for you that is meant to set you on this new intense course going forward and then we have three passages of jupiter with pluto on april 4th june 30th and november 12th so for taurus those days will mark the three chapters to this story of personal growth and expansion that's going on through this big evolving deconstructing and rebirthing process with your goals in these legal travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, political themes. And by um, July 5th, we have the full moon lunar eclipse here. So something very big is culminating. You're reaching your goals or celebrating something by then or you're wrapping up projects or ending something at that point or maybe it's a combination of all of it, right? But that's the, the peak point there. Then the next area of influence is that Cancer territory. You are going to have a full moon lunar eclipse on January 10th, so some kind of big thing is culminating there, endings or celebrations, achievements, wrap-ups, you know, focused on your foundations, your home, your family kind of scenarios. But this is really playing out around news or offers or talks or meetings or sales or writing or interviews or short trips, local activities, your neighbors, <laughs> maybe your siblings, your vehicles, your electronics in the mix. Uh, but big choices or sales, things like that, that are peaking at this point for you guys. On June 21st, there will be a new moon solar eclipse there. Powerful launch forward for you guys in that territory. Brand new things opening up or that next chapter in the current scenario really starting to take hold. And then between June 17th and July 12th, overlapping that, there's a Mercury retrograde there. So something from the past is coming back around or you're slowing down and reworking something you've been working on or letting go of something, you know, again, focused on the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, the offers, the local activities, short trips, you know, 
um, that are about those rooted energies for you. And the North Node of Destiny is playing out here all the way in 2020 up until May 5th. So you definitely want to be looking for fate and destiny kind of opening doors and leading you forward and take advantage of that in these first months of the year. Now, the next area of focus is going to be on your income, your purchases, your products, your possessions. So you're going to have the North Node of Destiny enter this territory on May 5th, first time in 18 years. Massively good stuff for you guys the rest of the year there with Destiny trying to open something up, lead you in the right direction, you know, maybe something new or maybe just things are actually going to start working the way you want them to. Now, we right at the beginning of this venus retrogrades in this territory so you know taurus that's your ruler and it rules income but it also rules love and beauty so there's some kind of backtracking there as destiny starting to take you forward maybe a past opportunities coming back around maybe it's time to let go or in something maybe it's time to rework some current things so you get that destined forward motion um, with your income your purchases possessions or products so be aware that venus is going to be kind of you know taking you into that do over then and then by november 30th we have that full moon lunar eclipse and so at this point something very big is finally breaking through achieved celebrated or you're wrapping it up or you're ending whatever you've been dealing with with that income purchase possessions or products all right taurus so when it comes to the karmic south node on May 5th, it's going to enter into your power part of your chart, and it'll be there the rest of the year. Again, first time in 18 years. So, you know, Taurus, this means there's either some loss or letting go, or there's some rebalancing of give and take and karma, or there's some past life souls coming in to reconnect with you over the bigger financial topics. This can be your loans, your debt, your inheritance, your taxes, your insurance, your alimony, your child support, or any of those kind of things. Um, it could also be sexual. Maybe there's a past life sexual spark coming back around <laughs> or some rebalancing of something, you know, in a sexual attraction. Um, there can be something reproductive or about divorce, a death, a birth, or a third party as well. So you'll be kind of paying attention to what starts to happen there. Right after this begins, on June 5th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse here, which can be bringing a major ending or celebration or achievement or wrap-up in one of those areas. And then on December 14th, you have that new moon solar eclipse. So that's going to help launch you forward into new or next level chapters with those financial, sexual, reproductive, mortality, birth, um, divorce, or third-party scenarios. Now, Taurus, we do have Uranus in your sign throughout the year 2020. So, you know, our Tauruses are so steady and steadfast and, and you know, kind of slow and methodical and stubborn. <laughs> I can say it. I'm engaged to one. Um, you know, and so Uranus is just shaking you guys up. It's making, you know, it really wants you to kind of jump in and do things that you haven't normally done and bringing some awakening to you, getting you out of ruts, getting you more inventive and innovative. And it's a wonderful influence if you can stand the unpredictability of it. And so it is direct 
uh, from January 10th through August 15th. So those months, the big bulk of the first part of the year, is when you're going to be moving into the new and the next level with that stuff. And then from the um, August 15th onward, it'll give you a chance to just kind of catch up and figure out what all has changed and how you want to deal with that. Now, as far as the Piscean-Neptune field for our Tauruses, um, Jupiter is working with Neptune throughout this year. It's a wonderful thing. It means when it comes to your friends, your groups, your associates, your gatherings, your parties, your events, the Internet, astrology charities, or any original projects or aspirations, um, you know, it's all like inspired there and linked to Jupiter, which means you could uh, travel for this. You could focus on media or marketing in this. You could um, sign legal documents, you could teach or learn something new, you could involve ceremonies or um, any kind of religious or political themes in the in the mix. And these are going to be at a peak on February 20th and October 12th. We are also going to have Mercury retrograding here for a brief period between February 16th and March 14th. So you guys are going to be slowing down with the friends, the groups, or whatever social things going on here, the online stuff, whatever. Uh, maybe returning to past people or they're coming back around to you or ending something that you've been involved in or just reworking something. And Neptune, the ruler here, will be direct up until June 23rd, so you'll have a lot of forward momentum. Then you're going to kind of slow down up until November 28th and get really get in there and fine-tune whatever's been going on, and then you'll be direct again through the end of the year. Now, when it comes to Chiron in Aries, for Taurus, this is something you're dealing with behind the scenes. So you really want to look at wounds and vulnerabilities playing out throughout 2020 that are focused on secrets or deceptions, addictions or bad habits, um, water issues, chemicals, <laughs> um, clandestine romance, um, spiritual practices, magic, psychic interests, um, anything in the art realm, you know, it could play out, you know, at, at, at films or concerts or playing music or painting or any of those kind of things. Um, dealing with institutions or dealing with research or investigations. So, you know, you will have some forward momentum up until July 12th with that. And then the second half of the year up through December 16th, you get a kind of, of a break from the new stuff coming in and you're just kind of fine-tuning whatever's already happened. So you're looking for healing with any vulnerabilities or wounds there. And Mars is also going to retrograde in this territory between September 9th and November 13th. So Taurus, you know, um, when it comes to your anger, your passion, your motivation, your physical stamina, in these areas, you're going to have to uh, kind of slow down a little bit there. Some things from the past might be coming back around to deal with, or you might be letting go. You know, I mean, this might be a great time, Taurus, if you are trying to kick a bad habit or addiction. Definitely the retrograde can be a time when you can let that stuff go. So that might be one way to look at it. All right. Now, when it comes to um, the Libra territory for Taurus, this means that between October 27th and November 13th, mercurial retrograde grade there and you may be kind of slowing down or reconnecting with the past or reworking something ongoing involving your work your health the animals any paperwork co or with coworkers or hired help then when it comes to the Scorpio part, this is relationship stuff for Taurus, and this is definitely going to be a do-over between October 13th and 27th. So those two weeks 
Mercury retrogrades there, so you might be um, having someone exit for a little bit, or you might be returning to a past relationship or reworking and reconnecting and figuring something out in a current one. This really uh, means romantic or business partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, or advocates for Taurus. And finally, when it comes to the Aquarius energy for Taurus, we're looking at, you know, big personal goals, your career, or what's going on with authority figures in your life. So Mercury will retrograde here for a few days between March 4th and March 9th. During those few days, you have to watch your communications. You might have a do-over. You need to revamp something or let it go or reconnect with a past person over those themes during that time or have a little breaky break. (laughs) Um, And then we have the power stuff really starting to happen. So Saturn is going to move into this territory for the first time in 29 years starting on March 21st. It's going to give you a preview from March 21st to July 1st here. So this is going to be the beginning of really getting an idea about what you're going to get super serious and work harder on and get ambitious and deal with limits or or endings or long-term commitments when it comes to these life goals and your career and your status and your fame and and these higher-up authority figures, bosses, parents, judges, mentors, directors, teachers, etc., so you really want to look at you know what you're getting real about then. Then Saturn will return here on December 11th and be there for the next couple years. So there you go with that. By December 19th, Jupiter enters this territory, which is the beginning of a year of major growth and expansion here, more happiness or prosperity here, looking for ways that you can involve travel, legal, uh, media, marketing, ceremonial, um, educational, religious, or political themes in those career moves or with those personal goals or those authority figures. And by December 21st, Saturn and Pluto are meeting up on the same degree to launch us into that Aquarian age there. And for Taurus, it is about your life goals, your career, and your authority figures really kicking off a new 20-year cycle that starts at that time. All right, for Gemini, (laughs) oh, my God, you guys, it's so much stuff. Gemini, the Capricorn stuff that is going to be so incredibly powerful in 2020. You guys have officially launched into it as of December 26th with the new moon solar eclipse, forward momentum, new or next level opportunities. When it comes to any financial scenarios, your sex life, your reproductive life, a birth, a death, a divorce, or any third-party scenarios playing out. This will be in effect for two weeks of starting those new or next-level things, but be in play for six months into 2020. In January, between the 6th and the 11th, Jupiter will cross the south node, the karmic south node. So you may be uh, experience some kind of loss or letting go in one of those areas, or you might be rebalancing a karmic situation with another person in the give and take during that period. Or you might be um, seeing some past life person reenter your life about one of those topics Also overlapping that between the 6th and 14th, but peaking on the 12th, is Saturn conjuncting Pluto. Powerful, powerful stuff. First time in 500 years here. (laughs) Saturn wants you to get real serious. Look at endings and long-term commitments and ambitions and responsibilities. Pluto wants you to destroy something and rebirth it in a more powerful way. Look at the financial or sexual side of this, which is the territory it's in for Gemini anyway. So massively powerful stuff happening then. Jupiter's going to come together with Pluto here for Gemini throughout the year three times 
Um, it's going to happen on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. That means three chapters to the same story. You're looking at something really big taking off then with those topics. Um, may involve the law or travel, education, media, ceremonial, religious, or political themes um, as you see that, you know, play out. And then we have that full moon lunar eclipse on July 5th, so something very big is culminating at that point with those financial, sexual, reproductive, um, divorce, death, birth, or third-party scenarios. So big endings, celebrations, achievements, or wrapping up of projects then. The next area for Gemini is about your income, purchases, possessions, and products. You have a full moon lunar eclipse here on January 10th, so massive endings or celebrations or achievements or wrap-ups there, breakthroughs, finalizations, you know. So something big there right on the 10th of January or in the days around that. By June 21st, you get your new moon solar eclipse there of the year. And so that is your massive launch into something new or next level. It'll be powerful for two weeks, helping you start that, but then in effect for the rest of the year. And we are going to have Mercury retrograding in this income purchasing possessions and products arena for Gemini between June 17th and July 12th. So you want to expect kind of a slowdown there a little bit. Or you're going to be kind of honing in and re, you know, figuring something out, <laughs> even though that's not a word. Or you're letting go, or you're going back to past opportunities and situations. And then you do want to be aware that you do have the North Node of Destiny still in this territory up until May 5th. So take advantage of the destined things that are crossing your path there or be proactive about what you want to go after there. Now, the next thing is that we are going to have energy in your sign, Gemini, in 2020. Okay, this starts with the North Node of Destiny moving into your sign on May 5th. It'll be there throughout the rest of the year and into the following year. First time in 18 years you're hosting it. This is wonderful. This means that destiny is finding you, Gemini. And <laughs> that could be a lot of different ways. But it's a wonderful time to really put yourself out there, to get recognition, to focus on your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your own personal desires and needs, or how you're getting involved in the world. So really look for things to start around that time. However, overlapping that right at the very beginning, we are going to have Venus retrograde in your sign. So from May 13th to June 25th. So during those weeks, you'll be slowing down when it comes to love, income, or beauty interests and refocusing that somehow on yourself. So maybe it's time to, you know, get rid of like the old beauty products and <laughs> or have a makeover, you know, or maybe it's time for you to return to the past love interest or the way you want to be loved or what you were doing about your income, you know, however this is going to play out. You'll definitely know at this time, take the time, slow down, figure it out, let go or rework things or go back to the past. You're going to have a full moon lunar eclipse in your sign on November 30th towards the end of the year, which means by that time you are achieving your goals, uh, celebrating or there's some kind of you know recognition around you or you're wrapping something up that's been going on personally or physically or ending something that's been happening there. Now, when it comes to the Sagittarius field, for Gemini, this is relationship stuff for you guys. So in 2020, the karmic south node is entering this territory on May 5th and will be there the rest of the year. First time in 18 years here really means that either you can be letting go of certain relationships 
or you can be rebalancing the karma, the give and take between you and others in some way that is more fair, or you can be seeing a past life relationship returning now in this lifetime. It could be all of those or just one of those. You'll find out according to your needs and your chart. And when I'm talking relationships, Jim and I, this can be romantic partners, business partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, opponents, advocates, or anybody like that. You are going to have a full moon lunar eclipse on June 5th, so really quickly after this begins, you have something culminating here, big breakthroughs, achievements, or celebrations with these people, or big endings or wrapping up of situations going on then. And by December 14th, you have a new moon solar eclipse, very powerful for launching you into that new or next level with these people, new story kicking off really going to take you into the first half of the following year. <laughs> um, okay, now when it comes to the Taurus field for Gemini, this is stuff going on behind the scenes. So this can be, you know, your uh, artistic pursuits and the muse and your inspiration. It can be about your spiritual practices or psychic energy, dreams, magic, the veil between worlds. It can be about clandestine romances or romantic getaways and private time. It can be about hospitals, spas, retreats, or other institutions. It can be about uh, research or investigations. It can be about addictions or bad habits or secrets or deceptions. And so you will have some activation here with Uranus throughout the year as it's trying to shake you out of ruts and get you to innovate and get you to try new things and, uh, and bring some spontaneity into those areas. It will be direct, taking you into the new things between January 10th and August 15th. So that's when the most new uh, potential is there. And then for the rest of the year, you'll really be kind of figuring out what all is taking place and working with it. All right. Now, when it comes to the Neptune Piscean stuff happening, for Gemini, this is focused on your career, your own personal life goals or authority figures. Jupiter's working with this throughout the year, which is a really good thing. It means that there can be some growth through financial, sexual, reproductive, um, divorce, third-party scenarios. And so those are going to be at a peak on February 20th and October 12th. You also are going to have Mercury retrograde here briefly between February 16th and March 14th. So at that point, you're kind of slowing down with the goals or the career or the authority figure, or you are returning to a past person here, or they're returning to you, or you're revamping something. And between um, June 23rd and November 28th, so really the second half of the year, Neptune will retrograde there. So that will kind of give a background, you know, kind of slow down a little bit so that you can focus on everything that you've put in motion in the first half of the year there. Okay, now Chiron is the personal wound or vulnerability and the healing potential that we have right now with that. And in 2020, um, for, for um, Gemini, this is really focused on what's happening with friends, associates, groups, the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, or your own aspirations or original projects. So you really want to look, you know, what can you heal there? Is, is your uh, spiritual guru coming out in those areas? Are there certain wounds or vulnerabilities that you need to really address there? Um, you will have forward momentum up through July 12th, and then Chiron will retrograde until December 16th, so the second half of the year really kind of slows down a bit and lets you catch up to whatever was set in place in the first half. And Mars is also going to retrograde here, which can be a little bit more intense. 
This is going to happen from September 9th through November 13th. And so, Gemini, this is going to be the time when, you know, anger issues can be reviewed, passion can be reviewed. Um, If you had a fling with a friend or something online, you know, or you're mad about the group or whatever, or there's something from the past that you started to be motivated on and then it had to be set aside and it's coming back around now. So you're going to be going back over something and really getting more um, physically involved or dealing with, you know, those anger or passion interests in those areas then. All right, so when it comes to Libra in the year 2020, when it, uh, with the Libra field, I should say, for Gemini, um, this is just, at, you're going to have some activity here from um, October 27th through November 13th, which means a little bit of a do-over with Mercury retrograde there when it comes to your lover, the kids, a creative project, or a recreational pursuit. So again, you're slowing down and you're either uh, seeing someone exit for a brief spit uh, scenario or you're going back to the past and reconnecting with something from the past or you're reworking something and getting it right during those few weeks. Um, when it comes to uh, the Scorpio field for Gemini, between October 13th and 27th, Mercury retrogrades there. So during that period, it's a do-over with your work, your health, your animals, your paperwork, your coworkers, or your hired help. So slowing down, releasing, or reconnecting, reworking things then. And finally, the Aquarius energy for Gemini. Um, this is really going to be playing out with travel, distant, legal, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonial, religious, or political themes for you guys. So Mercury retrogrades here for a few days between March 4th and 9th. During that time, some things from the past could come back around, or you could be letting go or finishing up on something or reworking something. Then you're going to have Saturn give you its first preview of what it's going to be like to get real serious and make some commitments or end some things or structure some things or limit some things in those areas, you know. Um, And that preview is between March 21st and July 1st. And then by December 11th, Saturn comes back into this territory and stays for the next few years. So you're really going to get ambitious or serious or, or, you know, focused on something solid here at that point. By December 19th, Jupiter enters this territory, which means you enter a year of personal growth, happiness, prosperity, or Jupiter doing its best to bring that to these areas for you guys. So it really wants you to look at wider horizons here. And by December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter meet up on the same degree there in this territory, which means at this point, your new 20-year chapter begins with these serious ambitions and commitments and endings and structures that support and the growth and prosperity and happiness uh, that you're taking on in those areas. All right, for cancer. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to do two shows. I think this week and next week I'm going to have to divide the signs because I'm not going to get through everybody at this rate. But for cancer, okay, all the Capricorn energy, it is extremely powerful in 2020, and it's all coming in right at the top of the year to get you going. So we are in new moon um, solar eclipse territory from December 26th into the first couple weeks of January. And then that helps you start something new or take things to the next level. But it's in play for six months, so the first half of 2020. 
Cancer, this is about relationships. It's about your romantic or business partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, opponents, or advocates. So you want to look at new or next level here. In, in January, between the 6th and 11th, Jupiter will cross the karmic south node there. Something really big is happening. It could involve a loss or letting go with one of those key players, or it could involve some rebalancing of karmic debt between you guys, so the give and take between you, or it could be about a past life person reentering your life. At the same time, between the 6th and the 14th, Saturn and Pluto come together for the first time in 500 years there to bring something very serious, solid, ending, committed, not committed, but about commitment, <laughs> structures that support ambitions, the deconstruction and rebirthing the power balance with these key players. So massive, it peaks on the 12th. Then throughout the year, you're going to have Jupiter get together with Pluto on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. These are three chapters to the same story. Again, for Cancer, focused on these relationships and something very big and expansive going on with the deconstruction and rebirthing, the evolving of this story through Jupiter and Pluto. It could be sexual, financial, um, shared scenarios. And what's happening through travel, legal, distant, uh, educational, ceremonial, wedding, religious, political themes. And finally, uh, on July 5th, there is a full moon lunar eclipse here. Cancer, a major, um, you know, breakthroughs, celebrations, achievements, endings, wrap-ups with those key players. All right, the next area is in your sign, Cancer. We do have a full moon lunar eclipse in Cancer on January 10th. So this is about something very big that is impacting you, your body, your image, your, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, uh, something uh, about how you're physically showing up and getting involved in something or about your personal needs and desires. So big celebrations, achievements, endings, or um, you know wrap-ups with something around the tent. Then by June 21st, there is a new moon solar eclipse, again, extremely powerful, launching you into something new or next level. That's your brand new start. You'll have two weeks of momentum and six, six months of it in play. Right at the beginning, right kind of overlapping that new moon solar eclipse in June, we have Mercury retrograding in your sign between June 17th and July 12th. So you will be slowing down and refocusing something on yourself. You might be ending something. You might be returning to the past or having someone return back to you. You might be reworking something about yourself during that time. And you also want to be aware that the North Node of Destiny has been in your sign. It continues through your sign up until May 5th of this year and then won't come back to your sign for another 18 years. So there is a lot of potential for our cancers to really be putting themselves out there into something that is very faded. So look for those opportunities up through May 5th. All right, now when it comes to what's happening in the Gemini territory for cancer, um, this is about what's going on behind the scenes with your artistic, romantic, spiritual, or institutional, or research and development arena. And so you have the North Node of Destiny moving into this territory on May 5th, and it'll be there the rest of the year. First time in 18 years, so you really want to look at opening up those artistic realms, uh, the romantic getaways, the spiritual practices, the magical or psychic interests, or dealing with institutions or your research. You could also kick bad habits or, or really deal with secrets or deceptions in some kind of destined way during this period. 
Um, you are going to have Venus retrograde here between May 13th and June 25th, so there could be some exiting or some past stuff returning or some reworking of something involving love, income, or beauty attached to one of those areas during that time. And by November 30th for our Cancers, we have a full moon lunar eclipse here, so something big is culminating, bringing big achievements, celebrations, wrap-ups, or endings in those areas. Now, when it comes to the Sagittarius area for Cancer, we are having a lot of action here. The Karmic South Node enters here on May 5th and stays there the rest of the year, first time in 18 years. Cancer, this means that we are having some karmic rebalancing or some letting go or loss or some past life souls returning to come into your life, all focused on the work you're doing or your health or your animals or what's going on with coworkers, hired help, or paperwork. So look for that. We also have a full moon lunar eclipse on June 5th, bringing some kind of big celebration, achievement, ending, or wrap-up in one of those areas. And then on December 14th, the new moon solar eclipse launches you guys forward, helps you enter into something new or next level there. will be really active for the last couple weeks of the year, but in play for the first six months of 2021. All right, Cancer, when it comes to the Neptune Piscean stuff going on, this is focused on legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, wedding, ceremonial, religious, or political interests for your sign. And this is really working well this year with Jupiter, which means something big can be happening in some opportune way for you involving a partner, the clients, the specialist, the agent, the attorney, or some other kind of significant relationships so you want to be on the lookout for that right and you are going to see that peaking around february 20th and october 12th um, you are going to have some mercury retrograde stuff happening here between february 16th and march 14th so cancer some slowing down some releasing some reconnecting with the past or reworking a current scenario in one of those areas during that time and Neptune, the big background story to this, will be forward moving you up until June 23rd, and then it'll be retrograde all the way till the end of November. So you guys really want to kind of work with the new stuff up through June and then get in and fine-tune stuff through the summer and fall. All right, when it comes to Chiron and the wound or the vulnerability and the spiritual healing and your guru energy cancer, it's playing out on your career front or with a personal life goal or with an authority figure. And so you really want to be aware of what's happening with that. You want to kind of move forward with new or next level in interest or scenarios playing out there up until July 12th. And then Chiron will retrograde up until December 16th. So at that point, you can kind of catch your breath and, and rework things as it needs to be. However, Mars will also retrograde here between September 9th and November 13th, which means there will be more passion or anger issues or motivation to get busy physically doing something about either letting go or returning to the past or reworking an ongoing situation with that goal, that career need or that authority figure during that time frame. All right, so we also are going to have Mercury retrograde between October 27th and November 13th. Cancer, this will be impacting your home, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, or family, parents, or roommates. So slowdowns, releasing or reconnecting with the past, reworking ongoing situations then. 
You're going to also have some Mercury retrograde in the Scorpio field cancer, which means from October 13th through the 27th, some slowdowns, some returning to the past, some exiting or some do-over stuff focused on lovers, kids, creative projects, or recreational pursuits. And finally, the Aquarius energy for cancer. Um, you guys, this is about the innovations and the awakening playing out in financial realms, uh, with your sex life, with reproductive scenarios, through dealing with a death or a birth or a divorce, or what's going on when you're working through third-party scenarios, you and two other people. So you are going to have just a few days of Mercury retrograde in those subjects from March 4th to the 9th. So you might slow down, release, rework, reconnect the past and figure something out during those few days. But the big news is Saturn starts to give you a preview about how serious he's going to get in that those territories starting on March 21st through July 1st. So at which point you're going to want to really start to get into more self-mastery with those loans or debt or inheritance or taxes or insurance or investments or settlements or alimony or child support, or you're going to see some endings or some long-term commitments or some structuring um, and setting goals and also impacting your sex life or your reproductive life or the divorce or the death or the birth or the third parties. By It exits then again on July 1st, but by December 11th, Saturn comes back and is then going to stay here for the next few years. So you're really going to start to get real about that. Then on December 19th, Jupiter enters this territory. Jupiter is about growing something, going big, looking for prosperity or happiness, some luck, and it's going to be here for a year. And by December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter are going to meet on the same degree here, kicking off a new 20-year cycle together, which is about, you know, this new fresh start in these financial, sexual, reproductive, mortality, divorce, and third-party scenarios for you guys. So you will see it coming into play then. All right, for Leo, <laughs> Leo, gosh, um, all this Capricorn energy for you guys in the year ahead um, is just focusing on, uh, you know, what's going on with your work, your health, your pets, your paperwork, your coworkers, or your hired help. So you're launching into this new moon solar eclipse on December 26th. It's taking you into the first couple weeks of January with big, powerful new starts or next chapters for you guys. And it's going to be in play for six months. By January 6th to 11th, Jupiter will go across the karmic south node there. So you'll either be uh, letting go of something, experiencing a loss of some sort, or you will be rebalancing a karmic situation and the give and take there. Or you guys will be um, seeing a past life soul reenter your life there. And overlapping that between the 6th and 14th, Saturn and Pluto are going to get together that first time in 500 years to bring this powerful, deep deconstruction and rebirthing, you know, uh, evolution with something very serious there for you. You're also going to have Jupiter and Pluto get together in these territories three times in the year ahead. That's April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th. That means three chapters to the same story. Again, the deep, powerful deconstruction, rebirthing, evolution, now with something going very big over the top. Um, so you're looking for, you know, maybe some travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, or ceremonial themes involved in those stories. 
and then you will have a full moon lunar eclipse on July 5th that will bring some kind of big culmination, a big ending, wrap-up, celebration, or achievement with your work, health, paperwork, coworkers, hired help, or uh, animals. Okay, so there's stuff happening in the sign Cancer throughout the year. So for Leo, this is 12th house stuff for you guys, which means things going on behind the scenes or involving hospitals, spas, retreats, or other institutions, research or development, secrets or deceptions, addictions or bad habits, romantic getaways or clandestine affairs, spiritual practices or artistic pursuits. That's a lot, right? So you guys are going to have a full moon lunar eclipse here on January 10th, which means some kind of big culmination as something wraps up or ends, or you have a breakthrough and achieve or celebrate there. Then by June 21st, there is a new moon solar eclipse here, which launches you guys forward into something new or next level in one of those areas. And you will have Mercury retrograding here between June 17th and July 12th, which means you're slowing down, you're kind of either letting go of something or you're going back to the past and rekindling something or you're reworking an ongoing scenario and kind of fine-tuning it during that period. And you also have the North Node of Destiny here until May 5th, so you do want to pay attention to what destiny and the fates are leading you to in these areas because it won't come back here for another 18 years, so, you know, look for those opportunities. Okay, next, the stuff going on in the Gemini territory for Leo is about your social life and your aspirations. So we can see a lot happening in 2020 with friends, groups, associates, the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, or with your personal aspirations and original projects, or maybe all of it, right? (laughs) So you do have the North Node of Destiny entering this territory starting May 5th for the first time in 18 years, and it's going to be here the rest of the year. So this is definitely opening up some faded destined moments there, so you do want to say yes to the social stuff, right? However, in the beginning of this, Venus is going to retrograde, so between May 13th and June 25th, which means there can be some kind of slowdown or letting go or or return of the past or do-over when it comes to your love, your income, or your beauty interests in those social arenas. Then by... November 30th, we have a full moon lunar eclipse in these social and aspirational arenas for Leo, which means some kind of big celebration, achievement, wrap-up, or ending playing out there. Okay, Leo, so when it comes to the Sagittarius stuff going on in 2020, this is your territory of true love and lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. So the karmic south node is entering this territory on May 5th and will be there the rest of the year, which means this is the first time in 18 years you're dealing with either um, a loss or letting go of something there or a rebalancing of karma in the give and take in a situation there or a past life soul returning and reconnecting with you this lifetime about one of those topics. We are also going to have a full moon lunar eclipse, which is a very powerful achievement, ending, wrap-up, or celebration in one of those areas on June 5th. Then by December 14th of 2020, we have a new moon solar eclipse, extremely powerful as well, helping launch you into something new or next level with the lovers, the kids, the creative projects, or recreational pursuits. All right, for the Taurus field with Leo, 
Um, we will have Uranus trying to bring some excitement, some innovation, some awakening, some getting you out of ruts. When it comes to your life goals and direction or when it comes to your career, your fame, your notoriety, <laughs> or when it comes to your dealings with higher-up authority type folk, okay? So, Leo, you know, Uranus is there throughout the year working on this for you guys, but it is going to be in direct motion up through August 15th. So that is the period when you can have the new or next level stuff really kind of kicking in. The rest of the year will definitely be more about just catching up to all the changes and really trying to fine-tune whatever has taken place up to that point there. All right, now when it comes to the Neptune Piscean energy, for Leo, you guys are, you know, this is focused on your financial, your big financial topics like loans or taxes or insurance or settlements or alimony, those kind of things. Or, Leo, it's focused on your sex life, your reproductive life, a divorce, a death, a birth, or any third-party scenarios. Throughout this year, Jupiter is going to be working with those topics, helping um, to align opportunities to focus on the work, the paperwork, the hired help, the coworkers, any health needs or animal needs in the story. And this will be peaking on February 20th and October 12th. We are also going to have a Mercury retrograde between February 16th and March 14th in these areas of financial, sexual, reproductive, divorce, death, birth, or third-party arenas. So, Leo, you might be slowing down or letting go of something or returning to the past or reworking some ongoing scenario during those weeks. And the Neptune is going to be direct up until June 23rd. So you're kind of looking at, you know, the whole story moving forward up to that point. And then the rest of the year really up through November 28th at least uh, focused on kind of, you know, the fine-tuning of everything that's taken place up to that point. All right, with the Chiron wound that everybody deals with throughout this year, when it comes to um, vulnerabilities, personal wounds, personal healing, and spiritual guru energy for Leo, this is really playing out through legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, wedding or other ceremonial or religious or political arenas. So you want to kind of look at where you feel vulnerable or wounded in those areas. You want to look at how to find your spiritual guru energy there. You will have forward momentum to move into new or next level stuff with this up until July 12th. And then the rest of the year really kind of catching up and figuring out, you know, what to do about all the stuff that took place. However, Mars is going to retrograde here between September 9th and November 13th. So Mars will really bring up any passion or anger or fights or ways to get motivated and physically active about any of those wounds or the healing or the vulnerabilities there. And it can be bringing something from the past into that. It can be helping you let go of something current or helping you rework something about that. Now, when it comes to like the balance of the Libra energy for Leo in 2020, there will be a Mercury retrograde here between October 27th and November 13th, which means, Leo, during this time you'll have a do-over need to um, do something to let go or rework or reconnect with past things when it comes to talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, agreements, decisions, or possibly with some Leos with siblings, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. You guys are also going to have a Mercury retrograde do-over when it comes to 
um, your home, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, the family, parent, or roommate. That will take place between October 13th and October 27th. So at that point, you might be exiting something or returning to the past or reworking a current scenario. Now, for the Aquarius energy for Leo, it's all about relationship, and this is some big stuff in 2020. First of all, there will be a short period of Mercury retrograde between March 4th and March 9th when you guys will be either seeing an exit or a return from the past or a do-over and a reworking of a situation with one of these relationships with a romantic or a business partner, a client, a specialist, an agent, an attorney, a competitor, opponent, or an advocate. Now, you're going to get your preview of Saturn moving into this relationship zone between March 21st and July 1st. This is Saturn coming in, getting serious. It's time to make some long-term commitments or end something or structure something differently or master something or get ambitious here. And you're looking at partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, etc., right? Then Saturn will exit for a little bit but come back on December um 11th and it's going to stay there for the next couple years so this is when it's really going to get real with these key players and guys first time in 29 years you've experienced this so take it seriously on december 19th jupiter enters this territory which is going to start to bring growth expansion optimism something big happening involving you and these other people and by the 21st of december saturn and jupiter get together on the same degree to launch a new 20-year chapter kind of closing the last 20-year chapter starting the next one and so you will be seeing what's happening with that as that comes together all right for virgo the Capricorn energy, which is so incredibly powerful in 2020, is going to be focused on your love life or lovers, your kids, your creative projects and talents, and anything recreational. So you guys enter the year with new moon solar eclipse energy that started on December 26th. It's in play for two weeks, helping you start something new or take current interest to the next level. And this is going to be in play, really in effect, for six months, the first half of the year. Now, in January, between the 6th and the 11th, Jupiter will cross the karmic south node in this, these areas of lovers, kids, creative projects, and recreation. So something very big is happening with a letting go or loss or a rebalancing of karma in the give and take here or some past life soul re-entering your life to reconnect with you. At the same time, between the 6th and the 14th, with a peak on the 12th, Saturn is going to sit on the same degree with Pluto, first time in 500 years. This is very intense and powerful. It is about something serious and cementing and powerfully deconstructing and rebirthing involving something here, okay? Throughout the year on April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th, Jupiter will then come and sit with Pluto, giving you three chapters to the same story with these lovers, kids, creative projects, or recreational pursuits, bringing big growth expansion to whatever's deconstructing and rebirthing here. The evolving story may bring in the themes of Jupiter and Pluto, which would be travel, legal, educational, media, wedding, ceremonial, religious, or political themes, together with the sexual, financial, third-party divorce, death, birth, or, thir or yeah, third-party, I said it already, <laughs> with these these areas of life. 
There will be a full moon lunar eclipse here on July 5th. So at this point, some big achievements, celebrations, endings, wrap-ups with the kids, the lover, the creative project, or the recreational pursuit. The next area of interest is what's playing out in the sign Cancer for Virgo in this year ahead is going to be about your friends, groups, associates, the Internet, any parties, events, or gatherings, astrology, charities, your own aspirations, or original projects, okay? So we have a full moon lunar eclipse here on January 10th, which means big celebrations, achievements, endings, or wrap-ups. We have a new moon solar eclipse on June 21st, which means brand new launches into something new or next level. That'll be really proactive for two weeks and then in play for the rest of the year. And we are going to have Mercury retrograde here, kind of overlapping that new moon solar eclipse. So from June 17th through July 12th, That means somebody from the past coming back around or somebody current exiting or a do-over reworking some ongoing scenario in those social or aspirational fields. You also are hosting the North Node of Destiny here with your friends and groups and Internet and astrology, charities, gatherings, aspirations, and original projects up until May 5th. And then it will leave and not come back for 18 years. So look for destiny. Look for faded opportunities opening up there in the first part of the year. All right, now for Virgo, there is going to be activity in the Gemini field. So for you guys, this is about your career, your status, your fame, your reputation, or something going on with a big personal goal or an authority figure like a boss, a parent, a judge, a mentor, a director, somebody like that. So you have the North Node of Destiny entering this territory on May 5th. It'll be there the rest of this year and into 2021, first time in 18 years. Very big for Virgos for opening up this field and for destined things to happen for you guys. We will have in the very beginning of this Venus retrograding. So something about love or income or beauty is slowing down, exiting, or the past is returning, or you're reworking something here between May 13th and June 25th as part of that story. Then by November 30th, there is a full moon lunar eclipse here. So big excitement and achievements and celebrations or wrapping up projects or ending something with those social or aspirational fields. All right, Virgo, you are going to have the karmic south node enter into your home, real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, roommates, uh, situations starting on May 5th, and it'll be there the rest of the year. This means that there could be some kind of letting go or loss here, or you could be rebalancing a karmic situation in the give and take and making that more fair, or you could see a past life soul getting ready to enter your life about one of those themes starting at that point. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse here on June 5th, so something very big is wrapping up, ending, celebrated, or achieved in those areas at that time. And then by December 14th, a new moon solar eclipse will be launching you guys forward into some very big new opportunities or next chapter in a current situation with your home, your family, your real estate deals, moves, renovations, parents, or roommates. All right. Now, when it comes to the Taurus field for Virgo, this is really active throughout the year that there's a lot of excitement, awakening, unpredictability, innovation, kind of shaking you out of the old routines. And it's focused on travel, foreign, legal, distant, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, wedding, ceremonial, religious, political, or philosophical areas, everything that expands the mind, right? So you do have forward motion here from January 10th through August 
15th, which means there's a lot of new things can be revving up and taking you forward through those. <laughs> and the rest of the year will probably then be about catching up to all the changes that happen and really fine-tuning them. Now, when it comes to the Neptune-Piscean field for Virgo, this is relationship-oriented for you guys. It's about your romantic or business partners, your clients, your specialists, your agents, your attorneys, your competitors, or advocates. So you have some dreamy, inspired energy playing out throughout the year there. Jupiter is working with this all year, bringing some kind, something big or growth-oriented through true love or lovers, creative projects, children, or recreation with those key relationships. This will be peaking around February 20th and October 12th. You also are going to have a Mercury retrograde with these relationships between February 16th and March 14th. So someone might be exiting for a bit, or you might have someone from the past returning, or you might be reworking something focused on these partners or clients or specialists or agents or attorneys or competitors or advocates. Also, just so you know, Neptune, which rules this field, um, will be in forward motion up through June 23rd. So your best bet in kind of the new or next level stuff overall is during the first part of the year. And then Neptune retrogrades uh, up through November 28th, which will then help you guys just kind of take a breather and catch up. All right. When it comes to Chiron and the vulnerabilities, the wounds, the healing, um, and your guru energy, Virgo, this is playing out over financial, sexual, reproductive, divorce, death, birth, or third-party scenarios. So you want to look at where you are in those stories, um, and you really want to kind of look at new or next-level opportunity to deal with those wounds up through July 12th. Then Chiron will retrograde, and you guys will kind of be get a breather and be able to catch up and figure out, you know, what to do about whatever happened that far. However, there will be a Mars retrograde in this territory between September 9th and November 13th, which means at that point your passions or your anger or your motivation will stir you to go back to the past and rekindle something or let go of something current or rework something current there. All right, so with um, the Libra field for Virgo, between October 27th and November 13th, Mercury retrograde will kind of slow you down and get you into a do-over about income, purchases, products, or possessions. And then you'll have some Scorpio Mercury retrograde between October 13th and October 27th, which Virgo will be about slowing down and reworking agreements, your writing, your sales, something with siblings, neighbors, moves, uh, vehicles, or electronics. And for the big Aquarius energy for the year, Virgo, this is about your work, your health, your paperwork, your coworkers, or your hired help, or your animals. And so there will be a short Mercury retrograde there from March 4th through the 9th, which means slowdowns, reworking, releasing, or rekindling past opportunities there. But the big news is Saturn gives you a preview here from March 21st to July 1st, getting serious, ending some things, making some long-term commitments, getting, you know, tackling responsibilities, getting ambitious focusing on what you're serious about, right? And then by December 11th, Saturn comes back, enters this territory, and stays for the next couple of years. First time you've had it here in 29 years, you're really going to master some new level here. Um, by December 19th, Jupiter enters, which is about a year of personal growth, expansion, happiness, um, some luck in these areas. And by December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter get together on the same degree to launch you guys forward into a new 20-year cycle in those areas. So, guys, I actually got through the first six signs. I am going to do a separate show for the other six signs 
this show is Aries through Virgo. The next show will be Libra through Pisces. Um, wow, what a year, 2020. Happy New Year. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Zoe Moon Astrology. I'll be back with the next show shortly. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> Bye, you guys. <laughs>